Well, you've heard me talk for years now about my Sleep Number bed and how great I sleep. The Sleep Number bed adjusts on each side to your ideal firmness, comfort, and support. Your Sleep Number setting, it's the perfect bed for couples. And with optional Sleep IQ technology inside, it tracks your sleep so you know what helps you sleep your very best. 91% of the owners recommend Sleep Number, and J.D. Power has ranked it highest in customer satisfaction with mattresses for two years in a row. For J.D. Power Award information, visit jdpower.com. My sleep number setting is 90. My sleep IQ score last night was 84. And now's the best time to come to a sleep number store during the semi-annual sale where a Queen C2 mattress is only $699.99. You'll only find sleep number at any of their 550 sleep number stores nationwide. Find one nearest you by calling 1-800-390-9100 and be sure to tell them George Norrie sent you. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. He's back, David Hagberg, former Air Force cryptographer, best-selling author of international thrillers. His latest, Towered Down, we're going to talk about that, is a knack for creating fiction that becomes fact. David joined the Air Force right out of high school when he was trained as a cryptographer stationed in Greenland above the Arctic Circle and in Germany where he helped construct then the world's largest crypto center on the planet. He attended the University of Maryland and then the University of Wisconsin studying physics, mathematics, and philosophy. And David, great to have you back. How are you? I'm just great. How are you tonight, George? Good. I'm looking forward to this. And tell everybody, you know, cryptography, of course, has a lot to do with decoding and things like that. How did you get into that? You know, uh, it's really strange because when you when I joined the military, I was only 17 years old, ran away from home and all that, you know, that kind of shtick. The, the Air Force or all our military gives you a whole battery of tests. They want to figure out who you are, what you are, what your capabilities are. And cryptography is a strange sort of a thing. Uh, you either get it or you don't get it. I mean, it's almost impossible to train for it. And in fact, the class, the, the the school was a year long, Monday through Friday, and it was classified. So you couldn't take homework home with you. You either got it in class or didn't. And for some reason, I have no idea why. My brain was wired to to as Boolean algebra. Now, this stuff I'm talking about, George, is very old. This is back 1960, mm-hmm. and all this quantum encryption stuff, all this stuff is is brand new. But but it was Boolean Boolean algebra, and you either. And it was sort of a strange kind of a, a thing. You either got it or you didn't get it. And for whatever reason, again, my brain was wired in some strange way that, yeah, this was simple. This was really easy. And, and uh, so I did fine with it. And I, you know, there was, there was the basis of all my writing because when we built this big crypto center in, in, uh, in Germany, which had been an old Nazi bunker, which was, I mean, I was so cool. I was just this kid. I had a little used BMW and a German girlfriend, and I thought I was the cat's whiskers. But the guys running around there, uh, the civilians who were, who were setting this whole thing up for us, being advisors, uh, they were supposedly with like IBM and Burroughs and places like that, you know, tech reps. But tech reps don't walk around with jackets and pistols and shoulder holsters. So these guys are all CIA and something called National Security Agency, which nobody knew anything about in those days. But these, So these guys were spies, they were spooks, and they sort of, for whatever reason, took me under their wing, and, and I got to know CIA guys, and I've known them all my life. And, and it was just, I mean, 
I had died and gone to heaven. That was that three <laughs> years in Germany was super great. I just loved it. David, have you heard of these uh, numbers shortwave stations that people are picking up that do nothing but give out messages in Morse code or numbers, and people think it has to do with espionage? Have you heard about that? Yeah, just vaguely in the past. And this was nothing new because, in fact, when I was in high school, I was a ham radio operator. And uh, and I was really interested in the paranormal and stuff like that. And the big rage then, at that time, uh, was to tune a radio station, your ham radio, or even a te- early television, and tune it to an off-channel where there's, there was no broadcasting and it was just static, like like just that snow on TV or just playing like white noise. And... And what we did, we had an old TAC tape recorder, and we taped this stuff at a regular speed and then play it back after recording, let's say an hour of it, play it back at, at much faster speeds and, and try, to pick out, try to pick out stuff that maybe some message of the mm-hmm. um, well, The interesting thing about it, because I, I studied astronomy and physics and all that stuff, the static that you get on your radio or TV still to this day, all that static, that is the noise, literally the noise of the Big Bang at the, at the time of the creation of the universe. Wow. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.